This is the PKD Black Box, Episode 9. This episode of the PKD Black Box is brought to you by the Zuda comic, The Thunder Chickens. The Thunder Chickens is a coming-of-age tale that explores the relationship between fathers and sons. Though its characters are animals, The Thunder Chickens is filled with truths that speak to the experiences of both teens and parents. It is a story of wit, adventure, and emotional resonance that we think people of all ages will enjoy. You can read the adventures of The Thunder Chickens on ZudaComics.com, www.ZudaComics.com. Welcome back to the PKD Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor, a.k.a. Stan Leroy. This week's episode is a special treat. Um, over the weekend, I was a guest on the Matinee Idols podcast as they reviewed a plethora of movie trailers for films coming out this year. I had a great time on the show, and I liked it so much I wanted all of you to check out the show as well. For those that don't know about the Matinee Idols podcast, it's a podcast that serves as a roundtable discussion about cinema, uh, hosted by Matt Burden of the Burden's World video podcast on YouTube, uh, Alec Berry, a host of the Teenage Wasteland podcast, Joey Alicio, and Vern Griffith, Griffiths, I can never say that word correctly, uh, they have, they've had in-depth conversations about such films as Ghostbusters, The Born Identity, The Lookout, uh, Manhunter, and much more. Very, very good podcast. I really enjoy it a lot. And if you enjoy this episode, you can subscribe to the Matinee Idols podcast by going to www.matineeidols, and that's idols spelled I-D-L-E-S, dot com, or by subscribing to their uh, podcast feed on iTunes. I want to thank the Matinee Idols crew for letting me post this episode on our feed, and I hope you enjoy it. I um, hope everybody enjoys it. And also, if you have a moment, uh, you know, if you got time, stop by the uh, PKD Black Box uh, site on, on, on iTunes. If you can't, give us a review. Or remember, you can also stop by PKDmedia.com to get episodes of the PKD Black Box as well. We'll be back next week with a fresh episode of the PKD Black Box's co-host John Carroll returns along with special guest Ian Levenstein of the Comic Timing Podcast as we discuss the ins and outs of comic book conventions and we go on various tangents. You should expect that on the PKD Black Box. <laughs> so enjoy this episode, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. You are listening to Matinee Idols, episode 10. That was good, right? Is it as it good as awesome. Alec? That was classic. Good... It was better. It? it was better. Well, I strive. I'm striving. Yes. It's going to be difficult. You no, know, you know Alan New Mutant is like screaming somewhere because you're back. Uh, yeah, I've spoken to Alan this week. He's um. Stop listening. He didn't describe it as screaming. <laughs> He's like, this show is great. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't describe it as screaming. When I did mention to him this week that um we would be speaking with Sean Pryor, and he may well have said that he felt that in that case, this this show, this very episode, is completely tailor-made for him because he's a big fan of yours as well, Sean. So there you go. <laughs> I think I just introduced our guest. And I think I just ha- I just intru- hammed- intru- now introduce the rest of us. I just hammed it completely. Okay, there you go. That's a teaser. You are listening to Matley Idols, as I've said, episode ten. I'm of course Matt Burden. I'm Joey Alicio. I'm Alec Barry. And who are you? I am a uh, Sean Pryor, a creator, writer, manager of operations, and water boy for PKD Media. 
Do you know what? I'm unemployed straight away. That, that was that was amazing. That was incredibly smooth. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for having me on the show, y'all. No problem. No, you're welcome, sir. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. So I I, I feel um, honoured and privileged to be joining this this cast of characters after a week off. And uh, as you heard last week, this show is now coming out weekly. And yeah, I, I think it's a it's a really good thing for the show. As uh, as Joey and Alex said last week, Vern and myself will be chiming in when we can. Um, you know, we'll still be doing the roundtable stuff where we we talk about one specific movie and we kind of take it apart and have a lot of fun with that. But these weekly episodes that the guys are going to do, and of course we're we're going to join in where we can. As I said. They're going to be a lot of fun as well, and it's going to be more up-to-date movies and uh, just varied subject matter, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the episode. How, how did you guys sort of feel it went recording it? I think it went pretty smooth. I think, you know, some some parts we maybe were grasping for things to say, but I think we were just kind of getting into the uh, the Those format are my of it. Yeah, it was Joe's parts, but I think, you know, I think we were getting into the uh, the habit of the format, and I think, you know, just it was a first try. It was good. I, I had fun doing it. I'm looking forward to the rest, so. No, it was good. It was really, really good. Well, well, this week we are talking trailers, and we were going to call it Trailer Trash, and then we fell out over artistic differences, so we decided not to do that. And I think we just we just get get right down to the the business at hand, and we talk some movie trailers because we're in 2010, and there's a, a lot of stuff that we're looking forward to. And uh, should we just get right down to business? What do we have, Joey? First trailer is uh, Clash of the Titans. What did you guys think of this one? It looks awesome. I think it looks yeah. awesome. Like I'm, I'm one of the only ones. And I, you know, a lot of people were saying this movie is probably going to be absolute crap. But I, there's something, and you know, maybe it will be. It kind of looks like it has the seeds to be a crappy movie. And I've never seen the original. I don't really care. But um, watching that trailer, I was just like, oh, that guy, guys with swords, like fighting dragons and stuff. And they got that cool music in the background, and people were jumping all over the place. I don't know. I thought it was exciting. Maybe it'll be the case where the trailer is actually actually better than the movie. But uh, I, I just think it looks awesome. It kicks ass. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to see it. So Whoa. so while you were watching that, you had to bring out your Kraken, didn't you? <laughs> well, I got I to gotta say, though, that it, <laughs> the end part with the Kraken was like the part where I was kind of just like rolling my eyes. I'm like, oh, really? It was kind of corny and it just made me laugh. <laughs> oh, no. Like, uh, oh. See, you need to watch the original version with yeah. the original Kraken when the original comes out of the screen. And that's uh, mm -hmm. comes comes on the screen. And that's like Ray Harryhausen stop motion, uh, you know, stuff, which is very prominent in the original clash of the titans if you rolled your eyes now watch the old movie not only will you roll your eyes <laughs> they will fall out of your head so uh, so so please believe so no i don't ahead. know it was it was just like hardcore we had that cool rock music in the background all the sword fight and then the guy's like release the kraken and then you see this giant thing and i'm just like oh okay but the rest of it looked cool so i don't know but I, i'm gonna see it nonetheless i'm excited so what uh, would you guys think I fall in that category of those other people you mentioned. Yeah, that's what I know. I know. You always do. You're the, yeah, you're you, the other side. I don't know. It just doesn't look very good to me at all. <laughs> it's a, a well-put-together trailer, I guess I could say. That's the nicest thing I think I could say. But, yeah, I'm not going to see this. Is this going to be like Terminator Salvation for you? See, Terminator Salvation, though, I was excited to see because of, of the trailer. Yeah. And I wound up hating it, but uh, I'm just saying. But, uh, <laughs> no, this also had Sam Worthington in it, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'll go see this movie, and I'll probably like it, and we're going to talk about it, and then you're going to say why you hated it, and I'm going to end up like, you know what? You're right. It really wasn't that good. It's going to be that Terminator thing again. I know it. But A film like Clash of the Titans, I understand why you would remake 
this movie, especially when you watch the original, because, you know, when it was made, you know, the technology wasn't the greatest. The Ray Harryhausen special effects for stop motion animation for its time are fantastic. And it's it's real classic. But if you ever wanted to update and remake a movie, this is a movie that should get that treatment. There are things about it that I like. I do like the fact that they do appreciate and accept the original version by, you know, refilming scenes in a certain way that are similar to the original film. I like the overall feel and look. As long as it doesn't go overboard and go super 300 homage-ish, um, if that's a word. But um, one thing... Oh, cool. <laughs> the one thing that gets me excited is the fact that Liam Neeson is in it and that Liam Neeson is going to have a lot of work in 2010. So I am looking forward to watching this. I hope that it is a, is a good time. I want to like this movie and I want it to work. So I'm right now, you know, I'm, I'm on the positive side. I'm, I'm on the positive side right now. Well, I think, jo- Joey, you've, you've said, you know, a bit about your hatred. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to bring the. It's not even hatred that, as much as ambivalence. It's just Joey's soul coming through his mouth. That's all it is. It's that coldness. I'll bring the in between. The original screwed me up as a kid. Okay, as much as Psycho was destined to screw me up later, but Medusa was a big time nightmare for me because when I was at primary school, that was one of those ones where some some teacher, because Christmas was coming, would wheel in the special TV with the with the wooden doors on the front with a special cabinet, and then we you know turn the lights off and we all sit in awe because we had little six year olds about to be uh, shown some movie about skeletons, and yeah, Medusa messed me up big time nightmares for weeks but then again as we all know with anything like that it's one of those things where you then become fascinated with what you're scared of very much like jaws or or whatever it's it's one of those things where i just became infatuated with that film so you know years later that was a movie that i kind of rediscovered and and had a great fondness for that so all the greek legends and stuff but the new stuff i gotta say i was as excited as alec i i just i looked at it and i thought yeah why not Absolutely, you know, like exactly as Sean said, if you're going to update a set of special effects as much as for the time, that was just awesome. That was amazing. You know, the the skeleton battle alone was just uh, incredible. Now, with with you know what we can do now, we're going to see some some cool stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But exactly what you said, Liam Neeson. You know, he's been through a tough time the last couple of years. The last movie I saw of his that I loved was uh, was Taken, and and that absolutely didn't miss a beat. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in this. Um, and I think he suits the role that they've given him perfectly. So I I will be there, definitely. I'll probably have nightmares as well. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our the next film. It's uh, Kevin Smith's new uh, flick, Cop Out. What do you guys think of this one? Okay, here's the deal. Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. It's, it's an odd team up. But I think this can work. But the one thing you have to do when you walk into this movie is understand Tracy Morgan plays Tracy Morgan in every single movie, just like Matthew McConaughey plays Matthew McConaughey in every single movie. And if you, and if you can deal with that, you will enjoy that because it's not every day you see Bruce Willis in a, in a comedy period. So the last comedy of Bruce Willis is I can actually remember was like Walt Disney's The Kid. And who wants to remember that? So... Um, <laughs> Oh man, that's harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was being I was being cruel, but I'm I'm sorry. See, I'm my, my inner Joey came out. I, I apologize. 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm just playing with you, Joey. Joey, I love you, dog. I love you. I'm just playing with you. But no, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, Joe's used to it. He's my, used to it. My biggest concern is Sean William Scott. That is my biggest concern because sometimes I find him to be very entertaining, and then other times I find him to be extremely annoying. So that I'm kind of concerned with. Plus, the original title of the film was supposed to be A Couple of Dicks, but the uh, studio got scared of the title because they thought that. Um, you know, it would change the rating of the film or whatever. They were just nervous about it, so that's why they changed it to Cop Out. Which I actually like in relation to the fact that it's not that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool title, actually. But yeah, again, I guess if you didn't know that going in, it's not doesn't sound quite as clever, but it's pretty funny. But I don't know. Like I said, I, I know me, and I know at least I know Alec as well. I don't know we're we're kind of unabashed Kevin Smith fans, so I'm gonna see whatever he puts out anyway. Yeah. But um, this is a trailer. I noticed that like when I saw it, when I watched it online, I didn't really. It didn't do much for me. And then when I saw it in a theater of people, I actually really kind of got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I remember Kevin Smith talks a lot about this on Twitter and on Smodcast and everything else. Like, that this was kind of his... Like, this is going to be, like, the return to, like, kind of those 80s kind of buddy cop movies. Like, Beverly Hills Cop or... Uh, he brought Last Boy Scout in particular, which also uh, starred Bruce Willis. And, like, you know, the, a lot of the great stuff is not in the trailer. It's going to be in the movie. And it's been testing really well as well. And I like all the principal players in the movie, like even Sean William Scott. Like I really liked him in Role Models and Southland Tales, and uh, and even Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know I think it's a good cast. Uh, the one part in the trailer that really did make me laugh though was uh, is the, where uh, Morgan at the end of the trailer is just screaming no. That that that, too, that, that was the bit. That was the like bit the that part really with just the mother with the gun and the kid's like, "You gonna smoke yeah. somebody?" I thought that. I thought that was. Just good time. <laughs> and Bruce Willis <laughs> keeps trying to tell him, "Will you go across the street?" He's self-censoring himself as well. That was great. That's good. But this falls right into my yeah, fondness of exactly that, of like the 80s buddy cop stuff. So, I, yeah, that, that's what I took from it. The Lost Boy Scout, the Lethal Weapon movies, um, all that good stuff. So it's whatever kind of, um, whatever jokes are there and uh, whatever, it's just, it's just going to be a lot of fun to be had at stuff that you, you can't take too seriously anyway. So... Yeah, it's it's gonna be gonna be a nostalgic wrong for me. All that who who was it that wrote all those? It was Shane Black, wasn't it? It was he wrote Lethal Weapon, yeah. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. He did Last Boy Scout. And he did Long Kiss Goodnight as well. And they yeah, all... yeah, he did one of my favorites, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which he directed. Oh yeah, okay. And he was the pussy joke guy in Predator as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the guy. That's the guy. But yeah, he he seems to have been responsible for a lot of the of the stuff I like. And if this is is kind of an homage to that, and Kevin Smith does a, a good job on the screenplay, I think it will be good. So yeah. Well, cool. he, he didn't actually write. This is the first movie he hasn't written. Like he's just directing. So oh, he's just directing this one. Who's who's writing this? Um, it was the writers behind a pilot that Kevin Smith was in. I can't remember the name of it. It was supposed to be for Showtime or whatever. But uh, supposedly this was a popular script. It was a very popular script that was been going around. So I'm I'm gonna hope it's good. Wow. Okay. And there's also a rumor that um, it's got some other you know popular people that are supposed to have like cameos in the film as well. But I don't know if that's true or not. So, and I don't want to give anything away if it actually does happen. So I do want, I definitely do want to see this though. You just want Danny Glover to pop up just once. Danny Glover. <laughs> now we're saving him his, uh, his uh, return for the Matt Burton film. Yeah, he, me and Joe got this planned out. I'm writing it, Joe's going to direct. Uh, Matt, Bur- Matt Burton and Danny Glover go to New York Comic Con. It's all... Got I got to hang out with this British guy? I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> 
Right, but uh, Alec, about about the same thoughts, right? Oh yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much said it all. I'm gonna go see. I mean, you like you said, I I, I did Kevin Smith. I love Smodcast. So I'm gonna pretty much see anything he does. And like I said, I mean, that bit at the end with Tracy Morgan just sitting in the car and just says the ridiculous amount of nose for like a good you know 30 seconds. I just thought was hilarious. I just died laughing at that. So yeah, I'll be I'll be in the theater seeing this one. All right, our uh, next uh, movie uh, to talk about is a uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. What did everyone think of this one? I think this could be the like the hangover of 2010. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I just kind of get a weird vibe off it. Uh, I just it seems like again you kind of got that four, a group of four guys. They're all kind of different. You know they've got their own quirks, but they're in just this you know ridiculous situation. I think it could be like the hangover for a comedy. You know for 2010, you got John Cusack. You know I, I just watched High Fidelity recently. I love them in that movie. Uh, half of the team of behind High Fidelity is behind this as well. Oh, well, then that's good, and it's good to hear because, you know, I love that movie. So, I mean, that looks cool. Uh, the trailer, I think, just had some laugh-out-loud moments when they start riffing on Wild Hogs. I thought that was just great just because, you know, we always make fun of that movie anyway. So that yeah. just kind of really warmed me up to the movie. Uh, and I just, you know, the, the the premise is just ridiculous, but it seems like it could be a lot of fun, you know, them going back to the 80s and you see the kid's mom and stuff and she's like a partier. I, I don't know. This I think this is going to be a fun movie. I'm going to definitely see it. This is one of those, to me, that's either going to be awful or it's going to be awesome. It's not going to be anywhere in between. Yeah, The fact that Craig Robinson is in it gives me some hope because I always pretty much laugh at anything that guy does. So. When Craig Robinson walks up to that white girl and says, what color is Michael Jackson? And she says black <laughs> and he <laughs> screams and runs out of the ski, uh, out of the ski lodge. <laughs> that was great. Uh, it's not every day either you see John Cusack get stabbed in the eye with a pen or pencil or whatever it was. So, I don't know. That tells me it might be a little something different. I don't know. It might be it might be better than it looks. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still wondering how in the hell this movie got the green light. Yeah. I, I mean, because like, when, when I heard the title, I'm like, you can't be serious. You cannot be serious. And then when I watched the trailer uh, before coming on the show today, I just said, no, they're not going there. They are not. And, but the trailer was funny. It honestly was very funny. And I'm like, should I really go see this? Should I? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like that one spot in the trailer where I guess like the youngest member of the group is talking to uh, some hot girl. And, and he's like, um, you know, can I, can I text message you? Can, you? can I find you on Twitter? And she's like, <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't know what he's talking about. He's like, well, how do I get a hold of you? She's like, come find me. He's like, that just sounds exhausting. So <laughs> I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! When I got the, when I got the trailer list, I thought it was not going to be exactly what it said on the label. I thought it was going to be something deep or something small and subtle, and probably about uh, I don't know Amish kids, for, you know, harvesting corn somewhere. It's uh, going to be like Eternal Sunshine or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. It, yeah, it was just going to be something very, very deep and um, and Joey-ish, you know. The I was channeling the inner Joey, but um, then <laughs> then about twenty seconds into the trailer, it was oh, there's a hot tub and it's a time machine, and it, it really was that. Um, and I agree completely, Sean. You know, how did it get green lit? Like, I mean, you can imagine the pitch. Okay, there's four guys and they get in a hot tub together, and then they go back in time. Oh, and where do they go to the eighties? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, and there's no car in it. No, there's no car. There's no DeLorean. Yeah, it, it looks it looks laugh out loud funny, and I I, th- I I think you're right, Alec. I think it could be 
it could be the um, the hangover of of, uh, of 2010, but I, it isn't. It, I don't think it's going to be one of those sort of really high priority ones for me for the theatre. I don't think sort of visually. Yeah, it I, would could, be, I, I could see that. Yeah, you know. But yes, without a doubt, I'll be I'll be seeing it at some point, and uh, I'm sure I'll be laughing my ass off at it. So it uh, looks funny. There you go. As a comedy should. All right. Next uh, movie we're going to talk about is. A movie we all talked about before, but a new trailer had come out of it. It's uh, Christopher Nolan's Inception. Sean, why don't you go first, since uh, we haven't heard your opinion on that. This trailer has told me nothing, and yet I love the fact that it has not given the entire movie movie away. Yep. The, way, the way it's filmed, the way it's lit, you know that that domineering music and that pulse in the background while the while the trailer's playing is just like it's just powerful. This movie could be so kick ass. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait. I'm sold. I am completely sold on this movie. So, and, and I'm not the biggest DiCaprio fan in the world. Although I did like The Departed. I thought that was great. But I, I'm sold. Count what about the rest movie. of the cast? Fan of anybody else in the? Uh... Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember from the two times I watched the trailer. Who else was in the movie again? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ellen Page, uh, Killian Murphy, Michael Caine, Tom Hardy. I'm trying to think of who? Else. Oh, Marion Cotillard. Uh, a lot of people in it. And sold down the board. <laughs> All right, completely sold down the board. That that that's a good cast. That is a very good cast. So no, I, I'm down with it. If um dude from the Departed wants to fight Cobra Commander, I'm good with this. So um, <laughs> count me sold. Uh, if they were in those characters, I think it'd even be a better movie. <laughs> it could be awesome. Halfway through the uh, film, like Destro shows up for no reason. <laughs> he's, he's got that like he's got that creepy voice and everything too. It's, oh, it'd be perfect. I'll have to just agree with Sean, uh, and I'll take it a step further. I think this could be the movie of uh, 2010, uh, for, at least for me. Like, I'm very excited for this movie because, like, I've just recently went back and watched all of Christopher Nolan's stuff, and he's like, he's like my guy. Uh, he's like my Ed Brubaker for movies at this point. I think so. The fact that he's got something new coming out this year, uh, I'm very excited. And like what Sean said about the trailer, I like the fact that you really don't get a lot of the plot and what the well, movie's even, about. Even even take that a step further. This is. An original screenplay with a two hundred million dollar budget coming out yeah. from Warner Brothers, that, that's and we don't that. know anything about it. Like yeah. that's insane. I didn't think you could even make movies like that. And I think that says a lot about you know people believing in Nolan. Because, you know, I, I mean, especially after Dark Knight, of course you could probably get that. But I mean, the guy can just write something totally original, get that budget to do this movie. That's pretty incredible. I oh, think yeah. nowadays, dude. No, but, um, oh sorry, go ahead, Alex. I think the little things we're huh. seeing in this this trailer are showing that it's going to be a way bigger movie than anything. Yeah, else. I mean, when I initially thought this, I saw this i mean you had you from the very initial tease you had like you know the crime scenes in your mind and i'm like okay there's some sort of mental idea of going on in here but you see this you know i really kind of just expected a crime movie which is enough to sell me obviously but you know i see this and there's a lot of other ideas brought up and you know the the title kind of comes into play and just kind of uh dicaprio um you know narrating through the trailer i just it sounds like this is gonna be such a cool movie uh something like i I don't know i'm just so excited about this and you get to see a bit of joseph gordon levitt in the trailer which you know i've come to like him quite a bit after seeing brick and uh, the lookout and that's really cool to kind of see him a little bit in there you get to see uh, a glimpse of ellen page i like her a lot i love Uh, ellen page yeah (laughs) she's awesome uh bring it i I can't wait for this movie like uh, i can't even put into words how excited i am for it it's gonna be awesome I did. I did like how this was definitely teaser trailer two, but it still did the, exactly the same job, which was to which was to tease. It it really was. Here's enough to keep you 
really, really interested, and we're going to re- reveal a little bit more of maybe the concept, but not give you any idea of the full kind of scope of this film. The first trailer with um, those cool kind of corridor sequences where you saw things spinning and um, and you just got an idea of kind of the atmosphere and the tone of the film. It was definitely a Nolan movie anyway. You could definitely kind of kind of just tell that from the trailer. It but seems like it's going to be a little different, though, from what he's done so far. Yeah. Story-wise and tone-wise, I think, as well. Well, I just liked how this the second trailer kind of revealed, you know, that there's something definitely much bigger happening than you thought from the first teaser trailer with, you know, kind of destruction of cities and, and something being controlled by the mind. And everything seems to be very much focused on things, you know, going on in people's minds and stuff. But, I, yeah, I, I can only kind of mirror what you guys have said. I'm, I'm very excited for it. I love the fact that, you know, we haven't been, uh, no one's posted the screenplay online, um, <laughs> which is great. We, yeah, we just don't know. We don't know an awful lot about it. So I, I think that will be uh, viewed first week of release. That is, this is definitely something you have to see in the theatre. I think the buzz is, is definitely due on this one. So it's, um, it's going to be good. Looking forward to it. And the whole thing is, I, I know, hope I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that Warner Brothers is banking on the fact that they spent close to 200, 200 million to make this film, and that the fact that this film is shrouded in mystery and intrigue um, by just the trailers, and you're trying to find out what's going on, they're banking on the fact that when you watch this movie for the first time, it's possibly going to be so good, but there's going to be stuff that like you may have missed the first time you watched it, so that you, so you know, they hope that you go see it again and catch something that you didn't get catch the first time, or possibly the second time or third time. So they're hoping to really get a lot out of this movie. They're hoping to really get a, a lot out of it. But Christopher Nolan has got that rank and power right now. He could go to Warner Brothers and say, I want to make a Care Bears movie for $500 million, and Warner Brothers will write that check. So I give him props for, for, for this, man. Well, I, if James Cameron could do it. <laughs> oh. oh, that's harsh. That is harsh. <laughs> Uh, that would that would be a Care Bears movie I would want to watch. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know how awesome that movie would probably be? Oh, yeah. can it, can Care, Bears, Care Bears in dropships. That would be so cool. <laughs> the Care Bears stare would be the most violent act in the in the history of American cinema. That, yeah. That would be awesome. Sorry. Would, I, I apologize, but no. Definitely get away from her, you we're bitch. Definitely, so we're definitely all looking forward to it. So I think yes. that's what you can get, get garner from that uh, conversation. Yeah. Um, the next uh, movie is probably the most anticipated movie of 2010 for everybody but me. John Favreau's <laughs> Iron Man 2. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <sighs> okay. Now, I, Joey, I got to start it with you, man. Why um, are you not looking forward to this? He, he doesn't like fun. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm looking forward to it more than the first Iron Man movie, which I didn't really like. Okay. Um, only because of Mickey Rourke, because Mickey Rourke's one of my favorite actors, and he's looks like he's going to be kicking Iron Man's ass in this. So it gets me very excited for it. Okay. But that's, that's about it. I don't know. Uh, as opposed to Joe, I liked the first movie a lot. I, I had a lot of fun with it. You know, it's, it, it's actually I think it's one of the best superhero movies that's been done so far. And I just kind of liked what I saw in this trailer. I mean, you kind of see Downey Jr. just continuing the role that he had in, like, the first one. And he's even kind of going a little bit more lengths to bring the funny, which I like a lot. I like when he kind of plays that. They got War Machine. Come on, War Machine and Iron Man back-to-back shooting other robots. That last shot of that trailer was just awesome looking. Yes, uh, just total geek out, you know what I mean? And like Joe said, Rick, Mickey Rourke looks really creepy in this. His whiplash. He's got that accent working. 
uh, I, I just I'm I'm excited. I'll be there. Um, I think it looks like a lot of fun. It's just going to be a trip. Uh, I like to see more Gwyneth Paltrow. I I didn't mind her as Pepper Potts in the first one. Some people did, oh, oh, I know, but Scarlet looks good as well. That's that's yes, yes, yes. That was yes. another highlight. Uh, of course, you know Scarlett Johansson as a Black Widow is awesome. So yeah, count me in. Looks fun. I'm 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 in the Alec camp uh, firmly on this one. I saw the trailer probably about two weeks ago and kind of immediately sent it out to all of uh, all of my buddies here that I knew would sort of uh, uh, would dig on it. And immediately I got I got phone calls going, oh, you know, just, that, that just looks amazing. And exactly what you said, Alec, you know, he's kind of it's kind of like they've or at least for the trailer, they've souped up the funny um, and just let Robert Downey Jr. Jr. play Robert Downey Jr. again. I mean, only he, you know, he's I'm, got I'm going gonna, gonna to interrupt you. Sorry. Mm. Like. I, I like that aspect in that trailer, but I think that could maybe work to like uh, worsen the film a little bit. Like if they carry that too far, I think there has to be a little balance in that. You know what I mean? Maybe they just play it up in the trailer, but in the movie, it's I just thought the trailer like, was trying to say though, like that the funny, gets cut the funny down. part. No, the funny part was that, but then like once the whiplash came in, it's not gonna yeah. be so funny. And I thought that's what yeah. the trailer was kind of trying that's, to say. I think you got a point there. You know, Tony Stark kind of treats Iron Man as you know being the celebrity, having fun, and now that he's gonna find Whiplash, who's like you know, you know, actual opponent for him, an actual threat, it's gonna get serious. The job's gonna get serious. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you make a good point there. That's that's definitely what I took to, took from it. It was definitely a trailer of two halves, and the second, you know, that that F one car does that awesome flip. Um, it becomes, you know, really dark, and you've got all those kind of moody scenes of him walking towards him, and you, you just, I just want to see the end of that sequence, let alone the movie. But yeah, it's, it, I'll be there. It just looks all kinds of good. I d- the the cast changes. I'm not entirely sure, kind of what's gone on behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, we could do machine. a whole podcast on that. Probably. We we could do other whole podcast on that. But um, Cheetle's good. Cheetle's good. I yes. like you. Yeah, definitely. I... Will he be wearing a cowboy hat? That's the question. <laughs> you will not be wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, I I've done my best to avoid all spoilers, articles, anything possible in Iron Man two. Tra- I mean, including trailers, because I until, up until we went to go see Sherlock Holmes, I knew little to nothing about Iron Man two. And when that trailer popped up on the screen, my wife was sitting right next to me, and like I just got all excited, and she just like looked over at me, and she was like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "That's Iron Man two. Shush." And, um, and you know, and I was just all excited and I was like leaning forward in my seat. And then like when Alex said, when War Machine and Iron Man were side by side, I literally jumped out my seat because my inner 12 year old just like lost it. And I hadn't been that happy in a movie theater in a, in a, in a little while. I was like, I, I can't wait. Fun times ahead. So I'm see, see the joy that it brings, Joe. Like I said, I hope I like. Understand? It, I really didn't dig the first one. I it thought, brings out that twelve-year-old kid in John. That, yeah. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I'm just saying that for me, I don't know that first movie. I thought I don't know. It was all right, but I thought to quote Vern, it was a very ordinary film. I believe he said that about True Romance at one point. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Uh, see, me, it's, you it's, see how insane he is. There you go. It seemed very safe. It just seemed very safe to me. I it didn't excite me very much. And I love Robert Downey Jr. He's one of my favorite actors. But I thought. I don't know. Once he became Iron Man, I just wasn't as interested. I like the, the Stark stuff at the beginning. I really liked, but uh, I don't know. I don't. But like I said, I hope I like this one. It, it looks a little more interesting to me than the, than the first one. It looks like they might take some more chances with this one. But like I said, I'll, I'll go see it. I'll give it a shot. But I'm not as excited as everybody else. I think the lesson to everybody is that your inner twelve-year-old kid needs to jump up and down on your inner Joey and, and squish him, <laughs> and then and then you will enjoy the movie. 
There you go. Have that uh, bit of internal conflict, yeah. That's how you yeah. enjoy Iron Man. Well, too. speaking of inner 12-year-olds. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a remake that nobody wanted to see, but it got made anyway. Our next trailer, The Karate Kid. God awful. God awful. <laughs> I mean, props to Will Smith's kid for getting the gig. You know, that, that must be exciting for him and all that. But this just looks bad. Uh, I mean, I've seen the original Karate Kid. It's one of the few movies I've seen. And I like it quite a bit. And so I know the goodness that it is. But this remake looks to do nothing like that movie did or do nothing with the concept. I don't know. I just, I just think this looks like crap. There's no way I will see this. Well, no I know, way. I know me and Matt are big fans of Karate Kid. and But yeah. I know we've had some arguments about remakes before. I'm curious, Matt, where do you fall on this one? I'm, I fall in Reseda. I'm from Reseda right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where do I fall? What Sean did when he jumped up in the movie theater, I did that maybe just a little bit, maybe a little bit. I think a little bit of pee came out when uh, when when it, when Jackie Chan popped up on the screen, because I mean way back. But this is all nostalgia talking. This isn't any kind of um, critically. This is going to be any good. But give give me uh, a kid being bullied, and there's a tournament at the end of the movie, and some guy trains him. I'm there. I will say I I I actually don't 100% disagree with you. Like, cause I'm like, they could have they could have done several. If they had just I saw some criticisms of this, and people said like, well, why they even call it the Karate Kid? But if they made this movie, we're saying you just ripped off the Karate Kid. So it's like, at what point do you say like, all right, I guess it kind of you know just just I guess remake it. It doesn't really. It's not gonna it's not gonna make the old one bad. But let's um let's keep in mind that this is coming from the director of Pink Panther Two. All right, that's a little bit about. It's not going to get far. It does far. have Jackie Chan. It does have Jackie Chan. I know, but it just, I, think it just looks, I think it looks horrible. I think it just looks horrible. Oh, it does. It looks terrible. It but looks it's got so Jackie bad. It's terrible good, but you've got you to look at who's going to go and see this movie. It's going to be dads who have got uh, 7- to 12-year-old kids uh, who will buy into this character and will get a kick out of... Get a kick, did you see that? Out of... You know, seeing him, seeing him win just as we did back in the eighties, and it will it will just be now. You know, it will just be people taking their kids to the cinema and saying, "Oh, I saw a movie just like this," and you know, when I was a kid, and this is blah blah blah. And I'll show you that movie. However, this one's probably edited slightly better, and the special effects are better, and there's some wire work. And by the way, that's Jackie Chan, and uh, he's got a you know a fly swat instead of chopsticks, and the kid takes his coat off instead of cleaning Mr. Miyagi's house. I have house. to admit though, that that's weak. That was coat off is weak. Gotta admit that. Uh, I, have, I haven't seen it in the context of the movie, but I was like, "That's all. Take off your coat. Come on." But, uh, Sean, what about you? What was your uh, okay? Thing? When Jackie Chan uh, came to beat up the kids, I got excited. But <laughs> um, but no, here's here's my take on it. Like Matt said, I think it's good that like kids, you know, kids get that type of movie that you know a parent can take their like you know seven or eight or twelve year ten or eleven twelve year old to go see, because you don't have a lot of films out nowadays where a kid can be a hero or a kid can be a star unless it's like animated. So, you know, kids kind of need these films. So I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, I saw, the, I saw the 80s Karate Kid, and I saw all the sequels that spawned it, and it got worse as it went along. So once again, it's one of those films that, you know, I don't have a problem with the remake. It's not for me, but, I, you know, it looks so, you know, it looked, to me it looked good, but I do have one problem. Actually, I got a couple problems. I love Tajari P. Henson. That's um, um, Jaden's. Uh, oh Jayden yeah, Smith. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah it's Jaden. Who's great in Hustle and Flow? Very, very great in Hustle and Flow, and she's Jaden Smith's um, 
mom in the movie. Uh, yeah, she plays Jaden Smith's character's mother in the movie or whatever. How come she always has to play somebody who is either down on her luck or in need of change? Every single movie I've seen her in, it's the same thing. I gotta change. We got this thing we got to do. You know, my, <laughs> life, my life is changing. All this is changing. I'm like, can't you just have a regular ass job just once? Just have a regular life just once. I'm sorry. Have you ever seen Smoking Aces? Um, not yet, and I want to. Um, she's in that. Okay. She's, does she change? Does, is there a change? It's, no, she just she plays more just like a badass with a gun in that movie. I'm cool with that. Then it's just that she has a tendency to be in these roles where she's down on her luck and 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 in need of change from within. So it, it kind of annoys me a bit. But again, I'm glad she's getting work because you know in Hollywood, you got to take work where you can get it. Sometimes. Um, as far as Jaden Smith goes, there were some scenes where I kind of started laughing when like the kids started bullying him, and when he was like in the lunchroom and the dude like flipped his tray. My favorite thing in all the Karate Kid movies is like wherever that kid goes, like a bunch of assholes just follow around and yes. pick him up. Like no matter where it is, it's like it's fucking... it's like the shark from Jaws. Yeah, it's basically yeah. Yeah. It's just saying, like some prick is always just gonna knock your ice cream cone out of your hand. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He went halfway across the world, and there were more dicks looking for him. Like, so... if, you, if you if you've never seen a kung fu movie, because that that just tends to happen. Someone will be in a in a restaurant eating a bowl of rice, and someone will come up and go, "Hey, you don't know what Chinese spare ribs are." And then all of a sudden, and then he'll just crack him in the side, and then it'll all kick off. This and, is and a then, chopstick, you know, like, kind of yeah. And yeah, Karate Kid was huge for me. It's got the dumbest game of soccer, beach soccer, you've ever seen on screen. Uh, Elizabeth Shue, hot, the best, the best date ever. And he messes it up because he destroys the parents' wall and kicks a little brick out of the way. And it, I, I, I love everything about that original. Everything about the original. Was, However, it was quite the pimp in those in the first two movies. He fucks dude. up. A bit. He fucks up a bit in that third one. <laughs> <laughs> However, if if I'm if I'm playing if I'm playing football or soccer on on the beach and I'm showing some skills and Elizabeth Shue grabs my ball and says, "Hey, look at this," and boots it halfway down the beach. I'm not going to go, hey, I'll just go get that ball that you kicked halfway down the pitch. <laughs> what did you do that for? And then all of a sudden, the motorcycle guys turn up. If I tell you what, if Johnny from the original was in this, that would be it for me. It would be a down the field. <laughs> no, he's, he's like, like the he's, new, he's like inherited the new, uh, like the, the Cobra Kai dojo. And he's, 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 still like, sport, he's still sporting. That the saddest the story ball. ever. He's still sporting the blonde quiff. That would be fantastic. <laughs> it's the only person that were to win back his love. He breaks her radio. Hey, you gotta go out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. But I'll be there. I'll be. Ta- I'll be taking my son. So I'll, I'll get. I'll get right, so my Joe. I'll get my Joe on to review it. There you go. It's a mixed reception on the Karate Kid trailer. Just to uh, you know, <laughs> and you know, round up. All right, next uh, trailer is another uh, comic book adaptation on this list of Mark Miller and John Romita Jr.'s Kick-Ass. So what did you guys think of this one? Looks like fun. Looks Just plain and simple, it just looks like a lot of fun. I mean, come on, you got a 10-year-old girl jumping around, beating people up. That looks awesome. Uh, I don't know. I've never read the book. Uh, I know it gets accused a lot of the time just kind of being written for the fact that a movie could be made, and that's what's happened. But I, I kind of like the premise. I think it's kind of quirky. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I just I can't really describe much more from it. I just think it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm definitely going to see it. So, uh, I kind 
comes out before the thing's even done, the comic's even out, and I don't know, it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but I have to say, when I watch this, I really actually kind of do kind of like the concept now that I'm kind of seeing it, and I don't know, it looks, I don't know, I think a lot of the, like I said, like Hit Girl and all the, I think they look kind of cool, uh, and the McLovin's yeah. in there, I see, uh, yeah, um, yeah. and even like the kid from Hot Tub Time Machine is in this, too, apparently, he was in the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, in the comics or whatever, the table over there. And oh, oh, Alec, did you notice a Charlie Houston Moon Knight issue can be seen in the Good. Show? That's what we need. People are going to see that when they see the movie. They're not going to know comics uh, and be like, you know what? I should read that book because it's in this movie. And then people are going to read it and be like, oh, my God, greatest thing ever written. And I'll be like, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I think we just hit the bottom. Never mind. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> bad joke. I'm sorry, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm hurt. Um, I'm sorry. Dude. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Mark Millar's work. Um, and sometimes he seems to tout himself more than the actual books he writes. Mm-hmm. But having said that, the film does see does does seem interesting enough to me to want to go see it. I'm, yeah. I, I saw the trial, watched the trailer two or three times. I said, you know what, I, this is worth me checking out, and I and I definitely want to take a look. I definitely want to check it out. I think it's if if it doesn't really get a wide success, I think it's it, it's definitely going to be a movie where. It's gonna grab some sort of cult following, I think. It just kind of feels like one of those movies to me, like where pe- some certain people are gonna latch on to it and they're absolutely gonna love it. I-, I don't know if it's something that'll be loved on a wide scale, but I can definitely see it with a cult following. So I, I don't know. Uh, I I thought it. I thought the way I'm seeing it anyway, or, or the, um, the way I sort of read the trailer was normal people uh, wanting to be superheroes and just going out and living it because I haven't read I haven't read it either. And the way that it's shot does a really good job of doing that because it's not all the, it's not the kind of instant zooms and the slow motion and all that stuff it's just kind of normal people in normal parts happen to be wearing superhero costumes and uh, seeming to you know want to kill bad guys um, so I really like the way that it's presented but the way that it reminded me like you know how like Frank quietly draws Batman and Robin Oh yeah. how um, you know de- classic Robin he's 10 years old and he's breaking guys' noses, and the way you know he he just draws action. That was how that tra- That was exactly what sprung to mind as soon as I watched this trailer. It was those first three issues of Batman and Robin, and it um it just looked it looks balls to the walls, break your nose, good. It just looks bone crunchingly good. Um, I don't think it's going to be for the squeamish. I, I think there's going to be some stuff in this. Definitely. If well, if you saw that on the Red Band trailer they put out after that, yeah, definitely not for the squeamish. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> well, and they, yeah, if you caught the clip, they had it like um, San Diego. I think from earlier this year with like the little girl in a fight scene. Yeah, it's it, it's not going to be for some squeamish. So, cool. I think I think it's oh, interesting yeah. how this movie got made too, because it just got. I'm not uh, Joe. You could probably fill in more, but I'm not sure of the director's name. But he really just picked up so the I'm property. Yeah, he just picked up the property, shot it, and then he didn't like have any means of distribution. He didn't even know if it was going to get released, and it did. Yeah, it I did think, like a fundraiser, basically. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It was all self-funded and everything, so pretty cool. You know, now if only he had done that for you know a script he had written, you know, would have been cooler. But <laughs> hey, you haven't seen it yet. I know. I have to say, the glass is half empty in the Elysio household. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> it always is. Uh, all right. Moving on, next trailer is Ridley Scott's reinterpretation of Robin Hood, starring Russell Crowe. What'd you guys think of this one? Gritty. I. Uh. <laughs> um, a combination of like Braveheart meets. Uh, let's see here. Braveheart meet and Gladiator with a mix of uh, of Robin Hood with a touch of uh, oh, there's a film that came out a couple years ago. I can't think of right now, but uh, Beowulf. Yes. 
That was exactly what I thought when I saw it. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I really don't. But, 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 but it's Ridley really Scott, cool. though. It's Ridley Scott. So, um, you know, it should be good. It's Ridley Scott. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it reminded I was one of the few people I was a big fan of Beowulf. I know a lot of people seem to hate that movie. But I thought, like, the way that kind of approached that character, it looks like they're kind of doing the same thing here. Um, and I don't know, just to judge it from the trailer, I, I just, I, I, don't, I thought it was a well done trailer. I just like the, yeah. like the music. I just like the way it moves. I like the, I like the way they, it looks like a really well shot. I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Like I haven't loved, you know, newer Ridley Scott stuff quite as much as, you know, um, his formative years, but I don't know. This looks like it could be cool. And I like Russell Crowe. I know a lot of people dislike him, but I think he's a pretty good actor. And last thing I saw him in was 310 to Yuma, which I really liked. So yeah, it's a great movie. Same thing like movie. that. I don't know. It looks pretty good to me. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I was just, I was kind of on that side. And when you told me, like, just a lot of people were just kind of crapping on this trailer, a lot of people weren't digging it. I was really surprised. I was just kind of like, why? Uh, I just, I watched this. I think it looks really cool. Like you said, another great case of just great uh, music in a trailer. Uh, I really liked the music. I thought that just set the tone. And I like seeing Russell Crowe. I, I like him as an actor. So I think it'll be cool him playing Robin Hood. And I, I kind of want to see how really Scott uh, messes with the legend of Robin Hood and what he kind of does to tweak it for his own use. I think that could be really cool to watch. Uh, another case, I'm I'm going to watch this movie. So I think that that was the only part of it that kind of kind of really drew me in the idea that okay, well if Ridley Scott's going to do it. And he's going to interpret, not interpret it his own way, but he's going to present it in a very original way. It's, you know, it's Ridley Scott. So he's going to do it really gritty and um, and dark, and you're going to have some awesome battles in there. But he'll go to, you know, researching lengths and, and do what he's got to do with the legend. But I have to say, the second it sort of popped up, it was kind of, oh, it's Gladiator, but just a few miles from where I live. <laughs> <laughs> In my that's, backyard. that's a pool quote for the movie, right? That should be on the poster. That should, that should you know, be, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it's um, it's Gladiator, but 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 where I take my holidays, you know, <laughs> just just a few miles down the road. It just, yeah, I, I thought when it, it was like Ridley Scott movie, I was like, and Russell Crowe, oh, he's back again, and he's got a sword again. Oh, we're back in you know Gladiator territory. I think, I think for the. For kind of the uh, the epic of it, I'd, I'd I would probably want to check this out at the cinema. But at the moment, it it just feels um, I don't know, not too soon because of course the famous Kevin Costner um, <laughs> Robin Hood was many years ago, it's over a decade. Uh, but at the same t- over a decade, yeah, exactly. But at the Two same decades, time, it's, I think <laughs> ah, it's crazy. But at the same time, it is just really Robin Hood. I mean, there's a there's like a BBC show of Robin Hood over here at the moment that's like two or three seasons in it, it just seems very samey to, to sort of a lot of stuff that we've seen recently and just the fact that well, the, really thing, the thing i liked about beowulf was it t- that movie totally subverted the myth of beowulf like it told you kind of like everything like you thought beowulf was a hero well, we're going to show you in a different light he's not so much and like i think that that if they take similar approach to that with this it looks like they're trying to portray him as more of a savage than like this really noble guy. Who's still, and I was like, that that I might be into. Like that's the kind of stuff I dig. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm not going to um, piss on your bonfire, Joey. Um, I'm going to keep you happy. And Why not? You know, Why not? Joe, yeah. Joe's done the same to you all day. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to bring you. <laughs> see how nice Matt is. You know, oh, Matt's a nice guy. He sent me a Batman figurine. He's a nice guy. Yeah. What happened? What? Why did I just get Black Panther comics? Which are cool. But I, you know, everybody else gets these figurines, and I can get a figurine. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go and feed my cat. 
All right, I think that's a nice segue for our <laughs> next trailer. Yeah. Uh, I, I send Alec. I send Alec. I'm just, um, I'm just messing with you. Spider Clan number one. I'm okay. just messing with you, my brother. It's uh, all right. I just thought it was funny how everybody got figurines. You can edit this out, Joe. I just thought it was no, funny. I, how, it. I, just thought it was, I just thought it was funny how like everybody at eleven o'clock comics and like AC and then like even Joe, everybody got these cool figurine statue things, all these awesome characters. And I got like a stack of comics, which are cool. I, I just thought it was funny. That's fun. I'm crying inside. You know, you're, you're laughing. <laughs> it's all right. I shouldn't even have brought this up. I shouldn't even brought this up. <laughs> All right. Next trailer, next trailer, which I'm really looking forward to, The Runaways. What you guys think of this one? This is another case where, like, Inception. Uh, um, this is probably like next to Inception. It's like my most excited for this year. I don't know why. It, it, you know, it's not like a big epic movie or anything. It just seems like it's gonna just tell one like solid story. But I just think, you know, Joe, I know you're into the whole 1980s thing. Uh, and I, I kind of like that stuff, too, a little bit. And then, it, you know, the fact that it's it's a band and it's music. Uh, I, I just think, you know, interesting stories all, always revolve around that sort of setting. Uh, I, I just, th- you know, I like the cast. I like Kristen Stewart. And I'm not a big Twilight fan, obviously. But I think I'm a cool to see her in there. Dakota Fanning, I like a lot. I just like the the vibe I'm getting from the movie, the tone it looks to have. I don't. Know, I just think this is going to be like kind of another case where I don't think this movie will probably get wide success, but it it easily could be a cult kind of movie. Uh, and, and I I don't know. I'm really just excited for this. I really can't describe it any other way. But um, it just looks really cool, and I can't wait to see it. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of the target audience for this. I like watching music biopics, no matter how bad they are. I'll probably watch them anyway. <laughs> um, and I love like I love girl bands and stuff like that. So this is definitely you know in my wheelhouse. And like I said, I like Krista Stewart a lot actually. I think she was great in Adventureland this year. And I've liked her in some of like there's another movie she was in Speak. I thought she was really good in. Like I haven't seen the Twilight stuff, but I know that's what she's most known for. But she's been in good stuff too. And Dakota Fanning, I think, is getting better and better. Um, you know, ever since she was in Man of Fire, I've kind of been following everything she's doing. But um, I was like, yeah, I, I think this looks really cool. You know, now I'm just waiting for the fucking Smiths movie. Come on. <laughs> as, long as, have to make that one. as long as Kristen Stewart doesn't do that thing where she constantly pulls her hair back or whoops her head back um, like she does in a lot of her movies, uh, I, I, I might check this out. Uh, I like Dakota Fanning, though. The trailer was cool, you know, because I didn't really know much about Joan Jett. Heard a lot of her music as a kid, but still you know, didn't really know that much about all of this, though. You know what I mean? So it's caught my eye for sure. It's caught my eye for sure. So I don't, but see, for me, I don't know whether this is going to be something I'm going to see at the movie theater or if it's something I'm going to see on Netflix. Yeah, that, it, that, this was definitely one that I'd, I'd be checking out on DVD, but I'll be making, you know, a, a definite note of it. It was, um, it reminded me a lot of Almost Famous. Wait, have you seen that, Alec? Almost Famous? No, I have not, but I've been told that I should, so... You would you would flip over that. I, Got Jason Lee in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you'd I think you'd like that a lot. But yeah, I, I'm pretty much the same as um, um, as Sean. I, I I'll be checking it out on DVD, but definitely I, I will be watching it. I, I I you know like yourselves. I I really like all the uh, biopic stuff. Um, I hope it's more like I don't know. I hope it's more like I'm not there unless like um, you know Ray. <laughs> I don't know. I just I hope it's more about the time and the effect of the group then it is just about let's just see what these people did you know like i don't know that those aren't quite as exciting to me like i always like i like the ones that go take it a step further like the doors movie and um mm. and yeah the, i'm not there is really good that, that's probably my favorite one of these it doesn't even really qualify as one of these kind of movies but still i just like i i don't know anything with music in it I, i'm i'm pretty interested in yeah yeah 
cool. and I had no problem with the uh, Dakota Fanning and lingerie thing that everyone else seems to have a problem with. <laughs> well, how old is she actually? How old? I is don't she? know, and I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna ponder think, on that. Thought. I always <laughs> think of her as like the eight-year-old girl. That's the thing. Well, it's not anymore. I, that's what I'm saying. She <laughs> definitely probably isn't anymore. But I wonder how old she is. Oh, that's a question of the audience. You're in the clear, you know, Alec. Regardless, yeah, I am in the clear. <laughs> that's true. But still, if it's kind of below that 13 range, I just I still feel weird about it. You can't uh, go uh, that. Yeah, so, I mean, if she's like 15 or 16. <laughs> she's 15 or 16. We're good. We're all good. <laughs> but, no, anything so you're, that. You're, you're good. Exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Last trailer. Much anticipated Toy Story 3. What'd you think of this one? <laughs> Uh, I love the original because it was like that was one of the things I grew up with. Like I just remember watching that movie so many fucking times. Like not even funny. Um, I, you know, it was just one of those kind of stepping stones in my childhood. Um, and I, I, I don't know the sequel. I remember seeing it once or something, and I, I wasn't like crazy about it. I think maybe I was just kind of like I grew out of it by that time or whatever. But um, I, I don't know. I, maybe I, this isn't something I'm gonna go see for the theater. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of slightly interested. It's just kind of more aspect. I I love that original. It's like that original was enough for me growing up. Where it's like I don't really need a sequel to Toy Story or really like any kind of those animated features that came out from Disney. You know, in kind of the late '90s, early 2000s. I, I don't really need any sequels to that stuff because those originals were too good. And I'm sounding like a fanboy or whatever right now. I don't care. But like, you know, like I'm saying, like I love that original so much. I really don't care about sequels. Uh, I think the trailer, I mean, yeah, it's it's a well-put-together trailer. It looks cool or whatever. But, like, eh, for me personally, like, my interest really isn't there. And I'm the one with no joy or happiness. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I, I can diss two trailers and love the rest of them. So, you know, it's I think that's all right. But, but I don't know. But, what would you guess? Woody, you, you, you're pissing on Woody. Woody. I had a Woody oh, stuffed uh, doll in, like, six, in uh, first grade. When I was six years old, I had a Woody stuffed dog carried it all over the place. I love that character, and I love Buzz Lightyear. But it's like again, my interest is kind of waned. I don't. I, I'm like I'm saying. I'm I'd I'd rent the DVD or whatever, but it's not something I want to. Like I'm really excited or jazzed up. So basically, for, like, basically, Alec is the character of Andy in this movie, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. But I, I don't I'm know. going to college. I've totally grown out of these dumb toys. Exactly. Sell them on eBay. That's, uh, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. No, I don't know. It's um. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's all I got to say. You guys go with it. I, I think it looks good. Up. I think it looks good. Yep. You know, um, I, I really like the eBay joke. I thought that was good. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I was. I was kind of. It's. I, I like the fact that they're this group of toys are going through what the cowgirl character went through in the second one, um, where you see that progression of time where she's un, she's under the bed and the little girl she used to play with kind of loses interest in her and they just take that song in the middle of the movie to kind of tell that tale and now Andy's grown up and, you know, he's moving along. I like the fact that it's kind of done in real time because he would be kind of around... He would be... He's Alec. Yeah, he is Alec. He's Alec, okay? He's computer... He's Pixar Alec. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my check for all this? I want my check. <laughs> absolutely absolutely it, it, that would that would be so cool if she comes into the room with like a buzz and woody and go do you want these anymore and he'd be like mom i'm recording teenage wasteland <laughs> <laughs> no mom no, mom. i want ed brubaker comic books oh. yeah. mom i'm interviewing alex grecian god this is you important know? i can't talk to you right now <laughs> <laughs> buzz in the closet god oh dear 
Yeah, it, I, I like the fact that it's done in real time. So you do see Andy uh, grown up with the with the Kurt Cobain hair, um, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, but the it was it was the second it was uh, the the toys in a day nursery. I just thought, yeah, there you go. You've I had. I thought it was toys. kind of ballsy of them that they're like. <laughs> they're trying to escape from like kids like you know like less privileged kids and i was like wow i wasn't expecting that <laughs> yeah and, he's got yeah and that's the scene that's the power of pixar because the thing is is that originally when um pixar and disney where they were that big there's a big rumor years ago that they were going to split and uh, pixar was going to walk away from disney because the contract was almost up and disney said no you still owe us stuff and pixar's like no we don't and then Disney's like, well, that's okay because we still have the rights to Toy Story. And Pixar's like, no, we own the rights to Toy Story. And then Disney said, no, we do. And we're going to do a Toy Story by us. So, you know, by Disney. And if Disney would have done a Toy Story 3, it probably, probably would have been deplorable uh, years ago. So the fact that Pixar is doing this story, the, I'm, cool, I'm cool with that. You know, like, and like, they don't need to anymore either. No, like, and they don't. No, they don't. They've, they've they done don't. enough successful stuff, so that tells me they had something to tell with this. So it, that it, it, exactly. And see, and for me, you know, Toy Story was in that range where when it first came out, you know, because I'm like I'm 34, so when when it came out, I was you know late teens, early 20s, I guess, and it wasn't in my roundhouse at the time. I've watched it, you know, later on, and it's really good. But at the same time, it I'm not excited and giddy about it. But at the same time, I'm not slamming it either i you know i wanted to do well but it's i just i don't know if it's i just it's not for me i guess i don't know i don't know i'm just not i mean i'm not, I'm not feeling it but it doesn't mean i don't hate it. it doesn't mean i hate it because i don't it's just not for me okay joey well look i'll pick you up when's it come out <laughs> <laughs> summertime i believe yeah. <laughs> come down come down here we'll go see it we'll have a good time nope. We're hold hands out. we'll watch the movie we'll call we'll call alec from the theater <laughs> so this kid totally licked buzz's face <laughs> <laughs> you're angry aren't you yeah no, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm gonna go well you know i'm gonna take my kids to see it so i've probably watched those first two movies more over the last you know four years because they're you know they're just around aren't they? the dvd movies that my kids watch so i'm probably i've probably been kind of saturated in these characters a lot over the last few years more than your average 31 to 34 year old oh yeah <laughs> and that's <laughs> not let's not put a label on it <laughs> no that's all right no but that's cool though and, and and once again kids need these movies though so mm. and the fact that it's pixar doing it i'm cool with it and i'm glad kids get it that that they're going to get it and that they're going to be able to watch it so you know i'd rather see a kid watch toy story 3 then uh, let's see here. What's something I can think of? Transformers too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would. You know, you're absolutely right. So um, I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's just, it's just not for me. But um, you know, I, I wish them the best. I'm just hoping that they. I mean, as much as I love Up, if Mrs. Potato Head passes away halfway through this movie, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 Mr. Potato Head is unfulfilled. By the end, I'm I'm calling you, Sean. Okay. <laughs> right. so I can see that in my head too. Like, <laughs> next to the bed, like the nose coming off or something. <laughs> oh my God! I can, I can see that All she ever wanted to do was get to the top of that bookcase. <laughs> oh my God! If that happened, I'd see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, All right. well, I guess that uh, brings us to the end of this show, which I had a lot of fun talking about. I think that, we was, did. that was a good episode. It was, it was a good episode. So, uh, Sean, since you're the guest star, uh, plug away. 
Pimp, pimp your wares oh. in a in a positive way because yeah, pimp is positive. a positive word. Sean has taught us this through the through the you know means of podcasting. <laughs> okay, um, if you want to read uh, web comics for free, go to uh, www.pkdmedia.com. Um, com- web comics uh, six days a week. Uh, titles like the Buddy Cop comedy Mercury and the Murd, which is just as funny as Cop Out. No, I don't know. That, that that's that's left up for you to judge. Um, I guess you you were you were on that train before everyone else. You were trying to bring that stuff back. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, man. I, I, there, man. I, I, I try to stay ahead of the game, but nobody looks for me. So so it's okay. But no. <laughs> we got Mercury and the Murd as a buddy cop comedy. We got sci-fi action with X01 and the Rock Solid Steelbots. Uh, military paranormal paranormal action with agents of cult. Uh, Luke Foster, who does a webcomic called Moon Freight 3, has his webcomic, The Gang from the Store, on our website on weekends. And we have features like my favorite comic book covers and um, the PKD Media Spotlight, where we shine the light on independent creators or artists or, you know, or podcasts, what have you, and things of that nature. Plus, I am also um, the main host for the PKD Black Box podcast, um, a pop culture, comics, sports podcast everything in between movies you name it we talk about it it's just a good time um we're as of this recording about eight episodes deep and we're going to keep trying to churn it out in a, on a weekly format pkdmedia.com you can get it all right there and thank you again for having me on the show this was and listen fun. to that show because it, it's one of the yeah. best podcasts coming out right now it's literally Excellent. that's literally nuts. you came out blew us all away so yeah, bad. not not trying to kiss ass that show is it's very impressive with hey, what's being done there so. I, i've learned a lot from listening to all y'all for real no lie i've listened to like a lot of podcasts and and then when y'all got together for matinee idols I'm, I'm serious when y'all got together for matinee idols that was around the time where a couple of friends of mine kept pushing me to say hey dude you need to do a podcast i'm like i don't know i really don't know if i should do i have the time to do it you know will it be interesting will people give a damn but after listening to y'all do matinee idols and that just overall good feel of the show and the good vibe that y'all give in week in and week out i said you know what i'm gonna do it so uh so yeah it's a high that's, compliment, sir. That statement blows me away because I don't know how you got that out of the show. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I, I listen to the show and I'm like, a lot of people listen to this. That's well, they don't. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those 40 people listen. But I was trying to say, uh, you know, you're going to be at the Super Show too, right? Yeah, we'll be at the CGS Super Show. PKD Media will have um, a couple of tables lined up side by side. And at our booth, we'll have um, fresh comics. We will have a trade paperback for Mercury and the Murd. Um, we're currently getting a cover for it and some, uh, some other materials. It will have uh, the Cosplay Order of Doom storyline in it. It will have the D is for Death sucker storyline. And it will have a new story called The Dangers of Crickle Creek. And that's going to be about a 120-page comic. We are also going to have an Agents of Cult. It's kind of like a trade, uh, trade comic where, um, once again, paranormal military team. And it has a co-feature. Uh, Black's Danger in Space, which is kind of like my take on the whole Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers thing, but it's my spin on it. That'll have its own, you know. So there's an Asian Occult trade coming out. There's a Mercury and the Murder official trade coming out. We're streamlining the way we do a lot of our comics from here on out as far as putting them in print form. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Plus, there will be four to five artists at our table um, or tables. We'll have Andrew Charpar, Chad Ciccone, uh Bill Blankenship, Julian Lytle. And uh, Big Jim Miller, who used to be an animator for Ed, Ed, Nettie. Um, so, he, you know, they'll all be there. Plus my good friend Donnie Salvo, who sometimes co-hosts 
um, on, on my podcast, and also he's a co-host on the Reality Wasted podcast. He will have a table attached to ours selling 25 and 50 cent, uh, 50 cent comics. So we got something for everybody. We got comics. We got artists. We got sketches. You know, we got goodies. We got everything. So please, um, come on down. You got a good stable artist there. Uh, Andrew's a good friend of mine, actually. Yeah, man. Drew, yeah, so. Drew is real good people. I can't man. wait. I'm going to be down there, man. Got to hang out. Third and Spruce. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a hell of a time, man. I'm telling you, when you get to that show, when it's all said and done, you're going to be upset because you don't want it to end. It's just like, couldn't we just have one more day? I know. Last year, like that, that Monday was like the most depressing day. <laughs> oh, you, you telling me, man. And see, that, and that's the whole thing. I, you know, it's like you want to meet everybody. You want to talk to everybody. And sometimes you don't get time to talk to everybody. You're just like, Oh, but it's it's just a real positive time. I, I I cannot say one bad thing about being at that show. Um, for us, it, for for PKD Media, that show was great, and I yeah. think it's going to be even greater for us this year. See, I wish human beings could develop the ability to teleport, because then I would just teleport myself to Super Show. Because I want to go. Accept, you need inception technology. I do. I want. I want to go to this so bad, but there's no way. Hey but man, maybe maybe in a year or two, but not this year. Dude, in the 2008 election, CNN had holograms. We are only two years away from teleportation. <laughs> let's let's hope so, because that would be awesome. Say it saved me a lot of trouble. Yeah, but Sean, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Sean, it was great having you on, man. We have to have you on again, maybe for one of the roundtable episodes in the future. Your choice of movie, possibly. We'll see if we can get through that at some point. By all oh, means, yeah. you just say the word. I'll be here. And um, Empire Strikes Back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, it's on now. <laughs> but uh, just quickly wanted to say, like, um, next week, tune in. Uh, me and Alec are probably going to be reviewing... Daybreakers, I believe. Uh, Youth and Revolt. Youth and Revolt. And possibly Book of Poss- Eli. Possibly Book of Eli as well. And keep tuning in. We're probably we're going to be doing a Best of 09 movie at some point, either later this month or early next month. And the Blade Runner Roundtable episode, which is much anticipated, uh, will also be uh, coming out later this month or early next month. So um, look out for that. And uh, Alec, want to throw some contact info up there? Yeah, if you liked this show, which I hope you did because I liked it, you can email us at matineeidols uh, at gmail.com. You can go to our webpage at matineeidols.blogspot.com. Uh, head over to the iTunes Music Store, search for Matinee Idols, uh, and subscribe to the show. That way we'll get every episode week in and week out. You keep up with us, and you'll probably learn to like us, I hope. So that would be awesome. If you have not, leave iTunes reviews. iTunes reviews are awesome. It's like podcaster's ultimate gift is an iTunes review. So if you want to make us happy, leave one. It's that it's that simple. Also, you know, you can check me out if you like me. Possibly you can go to my website, teenagewastelandpodcast.blogspot.com. It's and you're going to want to listen this week because yes. uh, me and you did a best of 2009 comic books. Which was like a two and a half hour ultimate epic Bonanza. journey. Yes, it was crazy. <laughs> and it was awesome. And, you know, I'm always there every week kind of doing solo, uh, just talking about stuff. Sean's been a guest on the show before. So you can go check that episode out, uh, but definitely do that. I put a lot of work into that show, and it's you know I try to always make it good, and I think it is. So, uh, you guys have anything else you might want to add? I'd also add that uh, very soon my podcast, my unset everything will be launching just as soon as I get a mic cable. Uh, but after that, uh, yeah, so you probably check that out uh, very soon. Uh, probably the next episode, I should have a a URL out and an episode hopefully out. So nice. Keep my you know fingers crossed. This week I brought up iTunes and I actually typed that into iTunes just in case, just in case you'd released it on just on the sly. 
and you just hadn't told anybody, and nothing came up. So, <laughs> we might have got a converge song. Other than that, because <laughs> that's where the title comes from. But, uh... and Matt, uh, you released an episode of Burden's World this week, right? Yeah, great yeah, story I, about uh... an iPod Touch on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, you do exactly what I do in that situation. Something explodes, just walk away. Hope for the best. <laughs> Shut it, shut it down. Let someone else deal with it. There you go. Um, yeah, I uh, I took a bit of a break just before Christmas, and uh, yeah, I, I think you should see those coming out a bit more regularly. And uh, thanks to to a lot more hits on on my channel, YouTube are now putting ads on on most on quite a lot of my stuff. So um, so thanks to everybody who who downloads and uh, and and views from uh, from my username. So um, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's Lando Hairspray, which is the the username. Because I love Empire Strikes Back as much as uh, as much as Sean, and uh, yeah, check out Burden's World, which is the show. Um, I think there's now 36, 37 uh, episodes there. It's just literally slice of life, eight to kind of ten minutes of of anything that may well have occurred during the week. And fingers crossed, it's funny. So there you go. Thanks to anyone who's checked it out, and if you haven't, uh, please do. And don't leave comments like "you suck balls." Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh like, let me just look up the name of the person that left that, and I'll just out here. No, not really. No, I'm not going to do that. All right, all right. Well, let's let's wrap this up then, I guess. So, Matt, take us out. That you have just been listening to the tenth uh, anniversary episode. It only took us a year. <laughs> the big one zero. Well, actually, kind one-o. of funny. Actually, it was kind of a special episode. So, actually, it's yeah. fitting up the episode then. Yeah. I got a special feeling from this one. It was good. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, Thank you all for listening. Sounds dirty. Um, we're all. Well, we're going to stop recording this one and go on to um, Joey's uh, best of porn episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sponsored by RedTube. <laughs> no, I would, I would not take them as a sponsor. Yeah, Joey. Joey oh, has <laughs> thoughts on that. Um, which 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 site is it that that, that updates more regularly? Oh, let's I not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>